You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. First of all, could you explain to us uh, what your company does and what it's about? Era is a financial services platform dedicated to first home savers, people who are saving up uh, to buy their first home. So we are building a whole series of savings accounts that will help them save faster than just bank deposits. And we're also building um, some offerings that will step in to help people get their deposit for their first house when they don't have the bank of mum and dad. So effectively, we invest alongside them to uh, buy their first home. And you've released a report uh, further reaffirming what many of us already know, that home buying is near impossible in Aotearoa at the moment. Uh, Could you further explain how this report was conducted and what specific details it found? Well, one of the main things I wanted to tackle was the um, misconception that saving up for a house with a median household income, you know, 15% of that income before tax over 10 years would get you the deposit for an average size house in Auckland or New Zealand, which is what the current uh, mainstream measures of house uh, time to deposit uh, indicate. And the main thing I wanted to indicate was that, well, when you start saving for a house, the price that you are targeting is actually not the price of today. It's the price when you're going to reach that deposit, which is likely to be seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years down the track. So, Saving for a million-dollar house today with a $200,000 deposit, if it's going to take you eight, nine, ten years, which is what the current indicators were saying it would, you actually need four to 500000 by that time. And so one of the main things I want to indicate was the way we're thinking about it is totally flawed, and we need to be realistic with this generation of first-home buyers. You, ha- you also pointed out that New Zealand house prices have only dropped three times in the last 30 years. There have been some speculations that house prices could experience a drop soon. Is this likely? Well, we just had a major drop. Uh, that's one of the three. Um, and as I think you know, from last week's media, there's strong indications that the drop is over. So the house price rises are about to return. And I think ANZ said last week they're expecting house price rises to increase 8% next year. So you have these dips every time the kind of cycle tops, it takes a breath, goes backwards a bit, and then it just charges on. And that charging on historically has been somewhere between 6 and 7% a year for decades now. And there's just not much in place in New Zealand that's going to indicate that that would change anytime soon. Your report also stated that mainstream time-to-deposit models are misleading New Zealanders. Uh, Could you explain briefly what these models are and how young New Zealanders in particular can further educate themselves to avoid misinformation? Well, I wouldn't call it misinformation. It's just we could be doing our maths better. As I mentioned, you know, there's no point setting a goal of saving a house deposit based on today's price when we know that it's going to take you quite some years to save, you know, $100,000 to $200,000. So you should be using a moving target, which is what real estate prices are. House prices are a moving target. If on average they continue to do what they've been doing the last few decades, then you need to focus on where the price of the house is going to be by the time you get to that deposit which, as I said, you kind of get there and it's like, okay, in 10 years, it'll be twice as much. So you need to focus on that as the goal. And that's what we came to on the report to say, well, at the moment, where house prices have reached to post-COVID, with a median household income of, let's say, 159000 in Auckland, saving 15% a year of that, of that household income is unlikely to get you to that goal unless you do other things. And that's why one of the reasons ERA is focused on Um, offering a whole set of savings products and accounts that will 
beat like bank deposits or have target uh, interest rates to outperform so they can kind of keep pace with the housing market. That's one part of the problem. The other part is, you know, where do you get the full deposit from? We're currently in the process of getting a new government led by National who have promised to make serious changes not only to the economy, but also to the housing crisis. Is this something we could really expect from them? I mean, you know, we just had a couple of uh, terms of one of the most powerful governments in history in terms of their ability to control and make decisions unilaterally. And so if you didn't see significant transformative change from that government around the housing issue, I think it will be challenging for any government in the future to meet that level of power. And it may require that level of power to make all the changes needed, just to rattle off a few, if you like. We have a massive immigration uh, strategy as a country we have had for many decades. That's how we grow. That might be the secret that most politicians aren't telling you, but that's how the economy grows. We import 50 to 100,000 people a year. We never build enough houses to meet that demand, so we're always tens of thousands of houses behind. We have an interesting structure in the way building products are sold in New Zealand that such some products are basically monopolies and people have been unable to uh, break up those monopolies. So the cost of materials is very high. We're in a new inflationary environment where the cost of everything is going up at the moment, so all building supplies and everything related to it. The way we build houses is very archaic, slow, and very expensive. We don't have institutional uh, landlords who are happy to have tenants there for life. So you have five, six, seven really systemic issues that if we're really serious about all of these things, you need to kind of tackle all of them together. Uh, for me, that's like way above my pay grade. So what we're focusing on with ERA is, okay, there's a generation coming in. They need to save faster using different ways to get that deposit and not just building it in the bank term account. And they're going to need assistance to get full deposit at the end of the day if they don't have the bank of mom and dad. So those two problems are what I'm focused on. And the government that's incoming will have to look at, you know, the other six or seven out there. If we look at uh, young New Zealanders, students in particular, what kinds of tactics do they have to take in order to save up for their first home? And how long are they going to have to be using these kinds of methods until they can finally buy their first home? Well, if you're starting out today, so you're not at the median household income, right? You're, that's which 150K. These are all this maths I've done and we've done is based on that. So if you're just starting out as a graduate or just a student today, you're already some way behind that. I think the shift is essentially that, okay, in the, in the past, you might have tried to save a deposit and the bank would give you the rest. For this next generation, I think what's going to happen is you're going to need to save as much as you can, and then there's going to have to be an array of support programs like what we're building that would top your deposit up, and then you get the rest from the bank. So that's kind of part one. I think we're entering a new era where you and the bank is probably not going to be enough. It needs to be you plus someone else, which for many people at the moment is a bank of mom and dad. What I'm suggesting is going to be a whole new array of companies and organizations like us and the bank. So the first thing is that's the new realization that I think is coming. The second thing is, yes, you need to save as much as you can. If it's a goal to get a first home, have a goal, have a timeline, think about where you might want to start. And I think from the maths we've done, you need to start at the most affordable property you could possibly perceive as opposed to anything ideal. So an average house in Auckland at the moment is 1.265. The average first home buyer house is 895,000. It would probably be need to be below that to even have a chance uh, in terms of the moving target you need to shoot for. 
That was Derek Hanley talking about area report on the current difficulties first home buyers will be facing. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.